Hello, welcome to another episode of Black Lions Airspace. I am your host, Zachary Shallow. You can follow me at L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E slash Z-A-C-S-H-I-130. That should take you to means of listening to this podcast, such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Speaker, and other means. Also, my social media accounts of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Last but not least, my YouTube page where you can actually watch the visual version of this called Black Lion's Eyesight. Okay, welcome to the next episode of Get Your Wrestle On, where I discuss the world of pro wrestling and what I thought about certain things. Okay, this past week has been absolute hell. I'm not quite so excited with WWE. The dear old entertainment company from Stanford, Connecticut has put on crap shows outside of NXT. But yet they'll brag that they're the number one entertainment company in the world. Uh-uh. You do not have people actually quote-unquote having affairs that, quote-unquote, resulted in people having babies or on-the-way babies. What do I mean? Currently, WWE has this bullshit storyline where Mike Canales, quote-unquote, is not the father of Maria Canales' baby, Supposedly, by storyline, it is Rusev's baby, quote-unquote. As the result of Rusev's so-called infidelity, it has now been revealed that his real-life wife, Lana, is, quote-unquote, Screwing uh, Bobby Lashley. This did not help one bit because it would be taken up a notch just yesterday on Monday Night Raw. Supposedly, WWE thought it was a good idea to open up Raw with this bullshit segment of Lashley and Lana spending time in a hotel room quote-unquote. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is bad, bad writing. This is not enjoyable one bit. This is not a good way to follow up on Kofi Kingston uh, losing the WWE Championship to Brock Lesnar in less than 10 seconds. Plus, Bray Wyatt pretty much getting uh, screwed yesterday inside of Hell in a Cell. 
for the Universal title. I'm going to actually talk about this a little bit more. Okay. This is something that made me stop watching Monday Night Raw or WWE period last year. It's so horrible. I only went on the mat attack for my friend Matthew, uh, Matt Wellis. Not Matthew, Matt. I know he's sensitive about that. Because he's my friend. He's been like an older brother to me. And with that said, I'm scheduled to make my return to Matt Attack. I believe as he's getting ready to predict the Crown Jewel event. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Jesus wept in the words of the British. <sighs> if I didn't love Matt Willis, I would not be going on to predict Crown Jewel. WWE don't give a shit about anything but money. Money and ratings. They're not an entertainment company. They're horrible. They got no morals. They got no sense of identity. No wonder I stopped watching. I'm not giving these fools a dime of my money. I'm not giving them their damn ratings. My opinion don't matter to them. So why am I gonna bother? With that said, people should just stop watching. It's not fun no more. This company thinks that they're better than pro sports, other pro sports, and actual TV shows. That have been around just as long as them or a little bit longer. The answer for me is straight up no, 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 no. I can't do this. I used to try to stomach uh, listening, not listening to, reading, reading the results of these WWE shows by way of social media. I can't do it no more. After hearing Kofi Kingston got screwed out of that WWE Championship in less than 10 seconds and The Fiend got made a joke of, no. As of Mad Attack, after Mad Attack, I'm done. I'm done going on uh, shows relating to WWE. They do nothing for me, as I said before. Oh, boy. And the fact that social media exploded. Oh, God, that was the kick that really made me say, I'm done. I'm done dealing with WWE. Bar none. 
I don't give a shit about Raw. I don't care about SmackDown. I don't flux with uh, NXT. The pay-per-views, I haven't bothered with them legit as a whole in almost a year, over a year. I think the one time that I tried to deal with a pay-per-view for WWE this year was maybe Extreme Rules, but that was more so by way of a pre-show and my friend Foul Original. Thanks to Foul, I was able to go on uh, the MGB Wrestling Podcast on the Visionaries Network. Oh, same with uh, Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. I try to live my life positively as possible. WWE isn't on that scale. You got a so-called company that's quote-unquote for kids flaunting itself about marital affairs or just pure stupidity that doesn't even revolve around that. You hype a man becoming your first African-American world champion, you hype him up for months on end, then you have him win the title, keep the title for, I think, over six months. Yeah, I believe over six months, only to have him be squashed in eight seconds. So all the work that he put in was for nothing. Then you actually have, as I said yesterday, a guy that actually was built up by way of character. He only had one match, from what I understood, as the actual character. Only for what? To lose? This company don't have any sense of identity. They don't care about their own creations. So why am I going to waste my time talking about it? I already got my share of problems in life. I don't need any more negativity. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So if anybody out there is tired of the clown show, stop watching it. Don't give them what they want. Because of... uh, Not listening. Because we actually let them think that they won by way of watching their shit listening about podcasts with it whatever WWE thinks that they could put on the same trash I refuse to go any further before Man Attack I'm not putting up with it I refuse I will actually find out what the card is for Crown Jewel. I'll honor my commitment to Matt Willis, who I love dearly. 
But before then, after then, I'm done. There's no more Zachary Shiloh in WWE. Hello. If you're asking why I said hello, I actually said hello to a person that just walked by. Yeah. I'm done. I'm so done. There is no more me and WWE. I'm I'm tired of repeating myself. I really am. Dealing with WWE is almost like living my real life. I'm not going to sweat this. And if, again, if anybody is like me, don't want your intelligence insulted, don't watch. Not only don't watch, but don't listen to any podcast about it. Don't give them any of your energy. Don't give them any of your money. Because all WWE gives a shit about is money and ratings. They don't give a damn about anything but themselves. Especially Vince McMahon. He don't care. I'm already 32 years old. I'm not dying for this shit. Okay, after a brief break... It's time to get away from the horse shit. Let's go to something new and fresh. Be back shortly. Back from a brief break. Time for something nice and positive. Alright. All Elite Wrestling actually put on their very first Dynamite show last week. From the top to the bottom, it was great. We had matches like uh, Cody Rhodes versus uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, Kenny Omega, the Bucks versus the former LAX, now calling themselves PMP and the AEW World Heavyweight Champion Chris Jericho. We even had the first AEW Women's Champion in Riho be crowned. I felt... uh, Nyla Rose should have won that one, but that's fine. I didn't complain because both women gave their all. Also, we had Pac versus Hangman Page, where Pac went over the Hangman. Okay, with uh, Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara, it was an interesting match by way of story. If uh, Cody lost to Sammy, then Sammy would have been the one to challenge Chris Jericho in November. Well, as I thought, Cody Rhodes would actually go on to win. Post-match, he would get beat down by Chris Jericho. Ramifications would have actions later on. And that would result in uh, a beatdown of the elite later on in the show. 
So the elite got beat down by Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, PMP, and surprisingly, Jake Hager, the former Jack Swagger from WWE. Now, people are believing that these five are a group together. Oh, boy. If that's the case, what I just said is my reaction. Oh, boy. Overall, as I said, it is very good. Ramifications for actions. I love that. Okay, ramifications for actions. We actually have people who work hard. That's awesome. AEW made me want to come back to see what happens tomorrow night. To that, I say thank you to everybody in AEW. I want to come back. I want to see what happens. There were ramifications for actions. Everybody worked hard. Those are things I asked for. On a great scale, where would I put it? I would say straight up a... Okay, grade, 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 grade. I don't like doing grades. I'm just going to be honest. Please give it a watch. Please give it a watch, folks. It is not WWE. It will not waste your time. Okay, if I understood this correctly... We actually had several dark matches, and they will be actually premiering today on YouTube. I forgot what they are. I know that the Lucha Brothers are in one. Uh, Allie, or Allie Oops as I call her, she's in a tag match. The other stuff, I really have no clue, but that's fine by me. Because I'm excited to see what happens. And I can really use something good after that debacle of turd I've seen and heard from WWE. Very, very curious what will happen tomorrow. Okay. AEW had a panel from New York Comic Con last Friday. I was in awe of what happened. It starts off pretty much with a video package uh, highlighting uh, AEW's uh, journey pretty much to TV. I loved it. From there, it was pretty much a discussion discussion with Chief Branding Officer Brandy Rhodes Awesome Kong 
uh, future talent of uh, <clears throat> Nyla Rose and Jungle Boy. Wrestling legends John Moxley and AEW World Heavyweight Champion Chris Jericho. They're pretty much putting over the AEW product, stating why their roster is better than WWE or anywhere else. I just was taken in the moment, seeing people who I have known for years, respected to some degrees or another, I just couldn't be mad. I loved it. Now, as we go towards the end of the the panel, there's this guy whose face is concealed, by the way. I'm thinking that is just a cosplayer. But he got on the Chris Jericho jacket. He has on a hat over over a bandana or something. I don't know. All I know is that at the time, I thought it was a cosplay. But as this guy was making his comments or asking a question, I said, I know that obnoxious voice anywhere. That's MJF. That's not just any random fan. And I was correct. The minute that he says, I'm better than you, and you know it, Oh, shit. MJF is it. Okay. He pretty much says that he's going to get revenge for Cody at some point in time on Jericho, but who better to get revenge for himself than uh, Cody himself? And lo and behold, (laughs) Cody Rhodes actually showed up. The crowd is losing their bananas. What shit? I'm not able to see what's going on. Because I'm hearing Cody, 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 Cody. I'm seeing this by way of screen. I said, yep, Rhodes is here. Cody Rhodes legit is here. So we actually get a brawl between him and Chris Jericho. I'm saying to myself, way to go, AEW. You actually pulled off the unexpected surprises again. You make me actually want to watch your product even more. Congratulations. Congratulations. After the brawl, we actually get Cody actually teasing that... Uh, we will get an actual AEW show some point in New York for 2020. He said regardless of Madison Square Garden, Hammerstein Ballroom, Nassau Coliseum, or wherever, AEW will be here in New York in 2020. I thought that was cool, Beans. I'm hoping more so uh, Hammerstein or MSG. Fingers crossed. 
Not only fingers crossed about that, but Ticketmaster does not screw me over. Because they screwed me over, I could not go to New Japan Fighting Spirit almost two weeks ago. So, Ticketmaster, if you're listening to this, please be nice. Okay. Wrapping up with AEW. Excuse me. There was a signing for attendees who actually won by way of Lotto, New York City Comic Con Lotto. And guess who actually was able to go to it? Me. So it was everybody that was on that panel that was not Cody Rhodes or MJF. It was cool being around other fans as I waited for the chance to meet everybody from AEW. As I said, this was a big moment because I knew everybody on that panel through some shape or form. I knew Brandy Rhodes by way of uh, her time with her husband in WWE. But also, she stood out a little bit more because of her time in Ring of Honor. I can say this. Brandy Rhodes is the very first African-American executive in pro wrestling I ever, ever met. I never got to meet anybody of African-American descent by way of executive uh, role. She's the very first. And when I told her that, she felt honored. That was an awesome feeling for me. Speaking of awesome, Awesome Kong, she is very, very beautiful and so strong. I felt like a little kid in the schoolyard just getting to talk to her for a few seconds from there was Nyla Rose who I knew by way of Warriors of Wrestling she was their first ever two time champion women's champion I was there pretty much almost every single show she was on within I say the past two years that she was a part of their roster she was awesome. And when I told her that she she really uh, <clears throat> was taken back by it. That somebody knew her that wasn't just an AEW fan. It was a cool experience. Up next was John Moxley, who many knew as uh, Dean Ambrose from WWE. It was my very first time seeing him live in person since he actually left the evil empire. I'm happy that he's fully recovered from his uh, staph infection. That is one of the most gruesome injuries that a person could ever have. I wish him nothing but success as he moves forward. Jungle Boy... I was able to see him by way of uh, Game Changer Wrestling. 
that dude has a very bright future ahead of him. I told him I was happy for him, and he actually signed for me as well. Last but not least was uh, Chris Jericho. We talked for a brief bit. Everybody knows that I actually had a big bottle of water. (laughs) That's one thing, folks. When you actually are a part of New York Comic Con, you have to stay hydrated somehow. And I wasn't going to nobody's hospital. I needed to make sure that I was uh, flourished, nourished, and satisfied. After getting my stuff signed, I just headed home for the day. Or, excuse me, I actually went to my hotel room. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I went home because for some odd reason, the hotel I tried to stay at screwed me over. And now I got to go confront my bank about a credit card. Well, by way of this week, as far as AEW is concerned, there's a big tag match for tomorrow, which I believe is Hangman Page and a partner versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Oh, the partner for Hangman Page is exactly... Uh, Dustin Rhodes Cody Rhodes' older brother or the former Goldust I'm wondering what will happen I will support AEW because they somehow some way have learned from WWE's mistakes they're trying to do something good with themselves and for me to not give it a try to really just let it go it's not right of me as a fan if Brandy Rhodes or anybody from AEW legit does listen to this thank you for meeting with me last week I appreciate your time and what you're doing I really am gonna be trying to put out reviews or thoughts on your shows. Hopefully I can try to make it to MSG or Hammerstein Ballroom if that is the actual destination for your show. It's been a long day at work, folks. Okay, I was going to talk about uh, what wrestling streaming services, but I think I've talked long enough. With that said, thank you very much for listening to Black Lion's Airspace and flying through it with me. Also, looking through Black Lion's eyesight. Please follow me on L-I-N-K. T R E slash Z A C S H I 130. It should take you to multiple means of listening to this audio, such as Speaker, Spotify, Anchor, 
also should leave you with my actual <clears throat> YouTube page where you can see Black Lion's eyesight. Also, my social media accounts of Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please take care of yourselves and each other. God bless.